This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. today in the Glenn Beck program, live from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and WOOD, that's Wood Radio. Well, we got a, a jam-packed uh, Friday. You know, the, it used to be that things would kind of calm down on a holiday weekend, not so much these days. It's like drinking from a fire hose. We got Supreme Court decisions to talk about. Well, they may want to get rid of the filibuster. Have you heard this? Biden's latest ramblings and more. It's all coming up. This hour on the Glenn Beck program. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference So traditionally, this time of year, everybody's kind of checked out. I mean, from Washington and to California. I mean, everybody is checked out. We are thinking about barbecues. I mean, the hot dogs, setting off some fireworks, uh, things like that. But there, there, there are actually more fireworks happening. Turns out these days uh, in Washington, in the news cycle, it is like drinking from a fire hose. And some days it feels like you got your mouth right on a hydrant. That's... That's how I put it anyway. Um, it's been no shortage 
uh, of news. There's There's been no dull moment over the last couple of weeks, particularly with uh, Supreme Court decisions and some big ones on uh, on gun rights, the Second Amendment. Uh, obviously, that case out of New York, and then we've got, what, a week now after the uh, Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, and essentially... All of the misinformation. You know, Twitter's big on misinformation, disinformation. When it comes to other things. We hear a lot about that, Ministry of Truth, the Biden administration, all that. But we 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 uh, failed to hear the clarification of what this ruling actually meant, which was, hey, Supreme Court saying the federal government is not going to get into this. They do not have any sort of say-so. You don't have a constitutional right to abortion, that's not in the Constitution, but what it does say is this decision, this decision goes back to the states. And that's where it should be. The decision always being closer to the people, I think, is a, is a good thing for us. So what else did we add? We had a couple of more decisions, in fact, um, two yesterday that were really big. One on the EPA, which essentially says, you know, you guys aren't supposed to create laws. Congress is supposed to do that. So you have a Supreme Court who's really writing a lot of the, 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 the wrongs, writing the ship in a lot of ways. Some, some things that I think were very important, some things that needed to be happened. We're getting some corrections. And now... um. We'll talk more about that EPA decision a little bit later. But now we have a president or excuse me, a resident who is out calling to eliminate the filibuster. Have you have you heard this? Yeah, I guess he was giving a speech uh, NATO the other day and he said because of this decision, it's time for them to act to eliminate the filibuster. Most important thing to be clear about is. We have to change, I believe, we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights, it should be, we provide an exception for this, for the, except the, require an exception to the filibuster for this action to deal with this. Boy, can you imagine they do that? Uh, this is not a popular, I'll just tell you off the bat, this is not a popular decision, number one. Cinema and Mansion are against it. Um, I would say there are probably others that feel the same way. Matter of fact, if you were to ask Joe Biden, depending on what day it was, he feels the same way. In fact, you'd have to go back in the time machine, get in the DeLorean, hit that flux capacitor, go back to, what, 2019? <laughs> I, I remember when gas prices were 2 bucks a gallon. 2019, that's what it was, you know. Uh, that Biden said this, the filibuster, a dangerous thing to get rid of. Should they end the legislative filibuster if that's what's needed to pass gun reform? I think we have to make that call on the fly. Ending the filibuster is a very dangerous thing to do because it's been used by progressives the whole our whole time to make sure that we did not get rolled over. So he said it back then. In, in, in fact, he's got a history of making that call back in 2005 again uh n- none of this should be any surprise for us they say whatever they say whenever they say it as long as it's convenient that's, that's we should that make no mistake this nuclear option is ultimately an example 
of the arrogance of power. In fact, getting rid of the filibuster for decades has been something that the uh, Democrats have been railing against. They want to make this country into a banana republic. Here's where Schumer. If you don't get your way, ah. you change the rules. The oh. legislative filibuster oh. should stay there, and I, I, I will personally uh, resist efforts to get rid of it. I'm committed to never voting to change the legislative filibuster. That would be the end of the Senate. It raises problems that are more damaging than the problem that exists. You cannot change the rules in the middle of the game the legislative because filibuster. you do not like the outcome. You're going to throw the entire Congress into chaos and nothing will get done. Change the rules in midstream to wash away 200 years of history. These are Democrats talking about themselves right now. And yet they call folks on the right extremists. Do you know that AOC is out there? She, it's not just the filibuster they want to get rid of. Now she's out there saying we've got to impeach Supreme Court justices when when they disagree with our opinions. I personally believe that Clarence Thomas should be impeached beyond a shadow of a doubt. I am astonished that this is a position that is in any way controversial to anyone. The degree and extent of misconduct uh, that Clarence Thomas alone, um, in addition to several of his colleagues uh, have participated and engaged in, is delegitim foundationally delegitimizing to the Supreme Court. And it is our responsibility, our constitutional duty to rein them in. Of course, this is none of this. None of this is, is anything new. It's all par for the course. This is Marxism in action. And the ends justify the means. This is the way they are with everything. You know, folks, a lot of people see what's happening in the world today. A lot of people see what's happening in our country today. I mean, real life folks, the, the, the parents, the people like you living your daily lives, not necessarily inclined to get politically engaged or active, but these people and their extremism are drawing, in fact, everyday average people into action. Over the last couple of years, we, we can't deny it. Over the last couple of years, seeing what we've seen, we can't avoid it. I've certainly felt that myself. I just want to be left alone. Raise my family, enjoy my life. But uh, th there's no denying it. You you can't anymore. Especially as we see what we've seen happening in our schools with our kids. Businesses being shut down here where I'm at in Michigan. Gosh, they shut. We had one of the worst with the governor who shut businesses down. Masked kids. Um, on top of that, sent old people. Sick older folks are seasoned citizens. Sent them from hospitals, sick patients, into nursing homes, infecting and killing thousands. Well, she was one of a handful. All Democrats. All failed policies. Still no answers in this state yet on some of the uh, the death tolls and, and the truth about those numbers. This coming from someone who justified everything she did with using, well, we've got to follow the science and the data. Her and Fauci and... Biden walking in lockstep with the science and the data. Apparently it was polling science or political science and polling data that she was paying attention to. 
That's the science and the data that she was talking about. You know, at one point in this in this state, we could go out on a boat if the boat didn't have a motor on it. We could go to the store, only certain stores, of course, big box stores, hand-picked by her. Of course, she knew where this thing would spread and where it wouldn't. And we could buy certain things in certain aisles, but other aisles were just, you couldn't go in the gardening aisle. <laughs> Don't try and buy paint. Whatever you do. The, the restaurants, you could eat um, inside if the inside was outside. That is how none of the things made sense. Absolutely none of them. And all of those things have drawn people into action. We're going to talk about some of that coming up here in a little bit. And I love to hear from you and see how you're taking action. Whatever it might be, standing up in your own little way, whatever that might be, no no way should be discounted. I believe each of us is called in different ways to do different things in different places at different times. And each of those things can make a huge difference. We'll talk about that today. Back after this. Barkley and for Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. Independence Day is all about celebrating freedom, like the freedom to completely customize your window treatments at Blinds.com. Right now, save up to 50% off everything site-wide for their 4th of July sale. Ordering window coverings online, it doesn't have to mean sacrificing on style or service. Shop the latest styles at Blinds.com. They even have outdoor shades that make your deck or patio the coolest place to be during the summer backyard barbecues. Tanya and I love their design experts. We have used them. We've used live consultations. You need help measuring or installing? They got you covered there, too. Never any hidden fees or misleading quotes. No showrooms or retail markups. And shipping is always free. See for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments. Save up to 50% site-wide at Blinds.com during their 4th of July sale, now through July 5th only. Up to 50% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Number triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Would love to hear from you. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. How are you standing up? What are you doing? How are you taking action? It's one thing for us to make those. Well, it's awareness, right? To to make those connections and say, "Gosh, I really don't like what I'm seeing." And boy, oh boy, are more and more people saying that? I really don't like what I'm seeing. Whether it's just the divisive things that uh, the kids are being taught in schools today, whether it's race or gender or sexuality, some of the pornography that's being peddled in the libraries at schools and the teachers that are doing the grooming, these things are really disturbing to these parents all over. Of course they are. But no matter what you do, you cannot escape it. It's just inescapable. And we feel it. <laughs> we feel it now. Probably more than any other time in very simple and everyday ways. No fireworks this year. Oh, plenty, plenty of fireworks in the news. But no fireworks for folks in Florida. Interviewed at this uh, TV station, WJXT Channel 4 in Florida. 
They say they just can't afford it. Fireworks are a luxury this year. With the cost of everything, gas to groceries up and through the roof, exploding like bottle rockets and cherry bombs. We can't afford them. This year, you may notice the prices are soaring. Gary Reed tells me it's his favorite holiday to celebrate. Typically, how much would you spend on fireworks? Probably about two, three hundred. Do you plan on buying fireworks this year? No, I can't afford it, unfortunately. So this year, unfortunately, no. Normally, that's my, you know, the best thing we do. Many people say they're having to pay more for many items from gas to their groceries. Some say fireworks are a luxury that they're going to pass on this year. It's tough times. I really couldn't. I would want to, but I guess I just feel like I'm going to be working too much trying to, you know, make ends meet. I can't, you know, I can't deny it. None of us can. In fact, if if they tried to talk about it at all, they just dismiss it or point the finger. Biden's got zero plan. Asked on CNN about this just the other day, Biden advisor Brian Deese what do you say to those families that say, listen, we can't afford to pay $4.85, $5 a gallon in most places for months, if not years? Sustainable. What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay $4.85 a gallon for months, if not years? This is just not sustainable. What you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. That's why you and I, see, we're being asked to sacrifice for the liberal, did he he say the liberal world order? I'm familiar with the new world order, but the liberal world order, apparently that is, that's why we're all being asked. That's why you can't afford to put food. You have to make those decisions. Do I pay my light bill? Do I, do I pay my food bill? It's the liberal world order, folks. That's, that's why we're being asked to, to sacrifice. Now, there's some folks that are going to jump in, buy in, hook, line, and sinker, but for the most part, no, no. No, no, no. I don't know what the liberal world order is. All I care about is putting food on my table for my kids. You know, trying to give them a better life. Well, these are the extremist things, things that you'd be investigated by the FBI for these days, by the way. Things that the Ministry of Truth would have you banned for on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you are. These are the things that you would be called into, into question for. You know, call me crazy. I don't think we should be talking to little kids about sex, whether it's in school or or taking them to a bar to see a drag show. That's just probably not the right thing to do. I guess I'm the nutty one, huh? And meanwhile, while we're feeling it at every angle, because that's the goal, you have to feel the pain. Biden ran on Build Back Better, and I've been saying for forever that, that in order to build back better, you've got to first tear down. People miss that part. And that's what we're seeing right now. The systematic deconstruction, demolition, if you will, of this great nation.
And it's not his fault and his policies that directly impact the cost of gas and energy prices and and food and and everything else. It's not the fact that they printed all this money and sent it out to everybody that's causing inflation. Bidenflation. That's not the problem. You know what the problem is? It's Putin. It's Russia, Russia, Russia. He said it the other day in front of NATO. Ultimately, the reason why gas prices are up is because of Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. The reason why the Russia, food Russia, Russia. crisis yeah. exists yeah. is because of Russia. Uh-huh. Russia not allowing grain to get out of Ukraine. That's it. That's well. That's it. Now I know it's Putin's fault. Now, I, okay, I'm all. I'm all in now, Joe. Let's go get him. Come on, Putin. Come on, man. What are you doing? Now, some people, as much and as crazy and as 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 much lunacy as as this sounds like. Some people buy into this. There are people, matter of fact, you might know them. You might be friends with them. They buy into it. But I'll tell you what, it's not Russia, Russia, Russia. It's certainly not Putin. I'll tell you who it is. Biden, Biden, Biden. Come on, man. These are the issues that we face, and they've never been more clear to the American people than they've never been more immediate. There's this talk about frogs and boiling pots of water. I know you've ever heard this before, but they, they say that, you know, what they do with a, a, a pot of water is they put a frog in there and they gradually turn up the heat. And over time, that water begins to boil, but the frog never notices. He just gets used to it. And eventually that is one boiled frog. But if you throw the pot of the water on and and you crank the heat up and you get it boiling and then you toss that frog into the pot, he'll jump right out. Folks, that's what we're witnessing as we speak. People are jumping out right and left. We'll talk with one of them next. Stick with us. Barkley in today for Beck on the Glenn Beck program back right after this. The Glenn Beck Program. These days, you use your personal information to do just about everything, especially when you're online. But with all that information just floating out there, it can make the Internet a practical goldmine for identity thieves. Actually, that's, that's not fair to gold miners. Mining is actually hard work. Stealing your identity is dangerously easy. It's also incredibly costly and terribly frustrating if you get hacked. Now is an easy time to join up with LifeLock and help protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your information and alerts you to personal identity threats. And if you are a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock. They can't protect you from everything. Nobody can, but they're the best in the business in my book. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25% off your first year. Identity theft protection starts here. Making socialists question their life choices. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stick around. More after the break.
everything from gas to groceries is through the roof right now. Bidenflation causing issues, and of course, the, the country is on fire. It's like a dumpster fire. The country's on fire in a lot of ways. We see absolute chaos all over, and we do see, even though there are the dark spots, right? Even though there are the murky moments, right? But we do see brining, bright shining, little gleaming hopes of uh, of truth and folks standing up and and deciding that they're going to get involved no matter what that is in fact one of those uh, people is is on the line with us right now i've had a pleasure getting to know her over the past year or so and just started really uh as somebody who was i guess kind of an activist just someone who wanted to get involved saw things from a certain standpoint, a perspective has said, I got to do something here. And so th- this person who said, I got to do something instead of, you know, the, the thing that we normally do is somebody's got to do something here. Well, guess what? Somebody is you. It's me. And we've each got something we're called to do. And this guest uh, particularly was called to step up and do something big. Christina Caramo's here with us right now. She is a candidate, the Republican candidate for Secretary of State in Michigan. And uh, this is no small feat, but Christina, thank you for being here with us today. We appreciate you being on. How are you? I'm great, Justin. Thank you so much for having me on. So you, uh, out of nowhere, <laughs> you out of nowhere have somehow become a... Um, a major candidate in in a major state here in the United States of America, and uh, in a big in a big battle, you've got quite uh, a fight up up ahead of you. Um, and as Secretary of State, a very critical and a crucial role to make sure that things are righted, that the uh, you know the train gets back on the tracks. Christina, let me just first, I got to ask you, like, how did how did this happen? How did you decide? Like I said, that you have to do something, that you have to get involved, you have to get engaged. Yeah, like many people all over America, we are fed up with the direction of our country. We see that our country is headed, heading towards ruin. And for too long, many of us have looked to others to solve the problems and we're demanding that somebody do something. We have to understand that in America, we're the somebody that's supposed to do something. Like even in our mm-hmm. state of Michigan, in our constitution, it says that all political power is inherent in the people. And so it is our obligation to stand up and fight back. And so, like many people, I'm an everyday citizen who just had it. And during the, and I, you know, as you know, in the state, I've been active, you know, on, on the various local issues and what's happening in our state. But during the 2020 election, I was one of the poll challengers in Detroit. And I personally witnessed election fraud and the infuriating aspect of it all um, and, you know, people, unfortunately, do things that are wrong. That's no, I'm not saying anything shocking or surprising, but the part that was the, the mind bender was when we came out of the TCF center, the media called us liars. Our local media called us liars. I mean, I have an email from one of our local affiliates in Detroit uh, where they were, you know, sending out a news email claiming that there were no Republican poll challengers kicked out of the TCF center. Justin, I mean... I personally saw it. Somebody filmed it from the outside. I mean, it's, it's on video. This is what we're talking about. So we have our local news media claiming things didn't occur. And those things did occur, like the thousands of ballots that showed up in the middle of the night. They claimed that didn't happen. Well, that's on camera. So 
after experiencing things like this and understanding that securing our elections is a matter of national survival, there was a reason why George Soros went after the Michigan Secretary of State's office. The leftists have went after battleground states Secretary of State's office, because if you can corrupt the office of Michigan's Secretary of State, you could control the White House, you can control Congress. That's why the office of Michigan Secretary of State is so important to people outside of Michigan, because the leftists get it. That's why they're pushing to make sure Jocelyn Benson stays in power. She is, and by the way, she's no liberal Democrat. She's not a liberal Democrat. She's an authoritarian. And she is being funded by the same people who are globalists. She's being funded by globalists. She's not, globalists do not fund people who don't support their vision or at, least, or at the very least are pawns in their vision. And there's a reason why these globalists are pushing to keep Jocelyn Benson in office because if they can keep her in there and then they're pushing to federalize our elections, then that means that we, the people, lose control over our government and we have no way to get it back because our, our, the control of our elections are not being pushed to be centralized in D.C. And the average person cannot control what happens in D.C. And Jocelyn Vincent is full in support of this. So, Christina, it, I, you know, saying Chris- all these things, hmm? Yeah, Christina Karama, I just want to remind folks that Christina Karama, she's running for Secretary of State here in Michigan. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. And essentially, there are people outside influences coming into each state and outside foreign influence, it sounds like, from out of the country, coming into each state trying to interfere and influence our elections, which are a matter of national security. Secretary of State is such an important position here in Michigan and throughout the other states is these folks who do have control over elections and and making sure that they're run the way they're legally and lawfully supposed to be run. The legislatures have put out laws, of course. They've they've been elected to do these things. We've decided this is how we're going to run things. But I'll give folks just one simple example here in Michigan over uh, the 2020 election. A lot of talk about uh, fraud and, and what happened in 2020, and I, I, I agree these things need to be looked at, particularly the, the, the 2000 Mules movie. If folks haven't seen it, you ought to take a look at it at the very least so you can see the evidence that's out there. But um, we don't have to go too far down the rabbit hole, I would say, because our Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, said that clerks, the local clerks, didn't have to inspect the absentee ballot signatures that came through. So you could have written Santa Claus on there. You could have written the uh-huh. Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny. It didn't matter. They weren't going to look. You didn't even have to sign them at all, I guess. And and that is a major flaw, a major error, a major problem, and a, he leaves a huge gaping hole for impropriety, which there should never be. We should always have clear accountability throughout the entire process. And it sounds like that's what you stood up and said, I have to fight back against. What were you doing? Can I ask you, Christina, what were you doing before before all of this? Yeah, I was a college instructor, and I have a master's in Christian apologetics. So I went to theology school. And I just, <laughs> no, 
And wow. I, it's not that I know, it's that we know that our problems in America are fundamentally spiritual. When we have people advocating for things like abortion up until birth, I mean, th- this this is a fundamental spiritual issue. However, um, you know, because as, as believers, we're obligated to protect our country. We have, we have an obligation to protect our nation. So that's why political involvement was so important for me. Mm. Uh, but, you know, after everything that I saw, I had to get involved. I, you know, I think one of the problems in America is we have convinced ourselves that there are only certain groups of people who are qualified, quote unquote, to run for higher office. And it's kind of like, well, what have the quote unquote qualified people done to our country? Look at Nancy Pelosi. What have these people done to our country? You, you, there's a bunch of people. So what have the quote unquote qualified people that we've convinced ourselves of have done? They're running our country to the ground because we've been convinced that these are the people who should be in power. When in reality, our founders set up a system of government that way the everyday citizen can say, I've had it because the everyday citizen is invested in their community. And we need more people who aren't politicals, who have careers in other spaces to run for public office because we're doing it because we love our country. I have, I have something else I could be doing. It's not mm-hmm. like I need this. I'm not looking for a job. I love my country. And if we do not secure our election system, we no longer have control over our government. It is a matter of national survival. And one of the things we've seen, uh, Justin, is that my opponent uh, recently uh, put out a statement claiming that violence is an extension. And she put a press release out in her official capacity as Secretary of State that violence is an extension of people claiming fraud in our election. So they've been trying to, in Michigan, uh, suppress people and, and threaten people with criminal charges for claiming fraud in the election. You know, so this, they're claiming they're trying to undermine our democracy. These people still don't understand our form of government. We're a republic, but I digress. They're trying to create a scenario where they convince the public that those of us who are concerned about fraud in our elections are somehow inciting violence. That's a false. Nobody wants, mm-hmm. nobody in their right mind wants any type of violence. But we have to ask myself, my opponent, who's already been caught lying, that there were armed protesters in front of her home. The Detroit police said that was not true. My opponent also lied again, claiming that President Trump wanted to try her with treason and execute her. That was another lie. So she has multiple times been caught lying about threats to her life. And then now she's claiming that people who say that there's fraud in the election are, are, you know, somehow they're inciting violence. And she's not the only SOS uh, doing this. We see, I've heard uh, rumblings that there are other battleground Secretary of State who are also part of George Soros' Secretary of State project, uh, also making the same claims that, that somehow alleging fraud in our election is inciting violence. Now, people need to understand not just our freedom of speech is under attack, but our, uh, our right to redress grievances to our government. That's a fundamental yeah. First Amendment right. I have every right to redress grievances to my government. And when you have an elected official like my opponent who wants to and, and help in criminalizing citizens complaining about her actions, this woman is a pure authoritarian. She's not a liberal Democrat, and she needs to be removed from office. And we need people all around America to know what she is doing. The left are pouring so much support into her race because they need to keep this authoritarian there. So we need people, irrespective of political affiliation, to join our effort to get her out of office. I have to defeat her in November. Christina Caramo, that's Christina with a K, Caramo, K-A-R-A-M-O. She's running for Secretary of State in Michigan, but I wanted to talk to her today mostly because she's just an average person like me and you and Christina, you said enough is enough. You said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to stand up. 
I want to ask you a couple of more things because of, particularly about what you just mentioned about this tactic of trying to silence people. We've seen this over and over again. Matter of fact, we saw it during 2020 and, and last year, 21, when particularly when health departments here in our state and counties, um, local uh, officials, they, they, they came out in support of mask mandates and parents stood up. There were rumors and unsubstantiated. Again, we've heard without evidence quite a bit. So without evidence, <laughs> they made the claims that they were threatened and people tried to run them off the road and there's no police report. There's nothing to back any of these things up. But this seems to be another piece of that tactic. The FBI wanting to investigate parents in school board meetings. The real extremists, the real folk, the folks on the terrorist watch list. So hang out. We get took a quick break. But coming up, I, I want to just talk to you about that and what you face as someone who, again, is on the front lines as they try to silence not just you, but all of us. Because that's like like President Trump said. They're not after me. They're after you. It's really all of us that you're trying to influence. We'll talk about that after this. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. Back. The Glenn Beck Program. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Elizabeth Warren, they're all attacking America's tech innovators. The left's bill, S-2992, would take away the digital tools small businesses rely on, empower China to beat America in the race for new technologies, and increase the risk of cyber attacks. When liberals attack America's tech innovators, they're really attacking everyday Americans and Main Street businesses. American jobs, America's security, and the online privacy of the American people are all on the line. Why would Senate conservatives support this liberal agenda that threatens American innovation? We need to stop Pelosi, Schumer, Warren, and the rest of the D.C. liberals from taking away our technology and making China stronger at America's expense. Call the U.S. Senate today at 202-224-3121. Tell Senate Republicans to oppose S-2992. ProtectingTaxpayers.org, paid for and authorized by Taxpayers Protection Alliance. Why are elections so important? Well, I, I mean, elections have consequences. You know, like $5 a gallon of gas, like uh, rise skyrocketing bottle rockets, uh, bottle rocketing food prices. They, they do. And so they have to be addressed. Christina Caramo is a secretary running for secretary of state. She's a candidate, a Republican candidate here in Michigan. Grassroots. And uh, just a mom who decided she was going to get involved. And I know we only have a little bit of time left here, Christina, but I have to ask you, because you just mentioned that they are attempting to silence folks, not just you, but the average people, moms and dads at school board meetings. Number one, if people feel that call, that they should stand up, what, what, do, you, what do you recommend that they do? What's your advice? And then secondly, if they decided to stand up or they were thinking about stand up, but they're seeing this move to silence people and they they this is not going to be uh, you know an, uh, uh, an easy fight at all but it's one that's that must be fought and 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 obviously worth it for our kids and our future of this country but what do you say to them just your advice christina 
Yeah, you know, Justin, to your point, your last statement was, was the point I was going to make. It's for our children and grandchildren. We have to ask ourselves, and remember, it's not about what we're fighting against. It's what we're fighting for. We're mm. fighting for our children to live in a free country. And I share this frequently with people. I had the privilege of growing up with a lot of immigrants. And I say that because when you grow up with a lot of immigrants and you hear what they deal with in their home countries, it makes you have a deeper appreciation for your home country because you hear what government tyranny is like. That's not something that Americans who are native-born Americans can conceptualize, government tyranny, because we haven't experienced it, at least most of us haven't. So the thing about it is, is that we have to remember that if we do not protect our liberties and stand up now against these insults and threats of investigation, it's going to lead to bloody murder. And I don't mean to sound uh, jarring or titillating or just outrageous, but it's the truth. History proves it. History has shown us what happens to the ashes of civilization when citizens do not stand up to government tyranny. These people get worse. They're authoritarian. I mean, we are up against people who believe in abortion until birth. So what are, who are you and I? We're nothing. They clearly don't see human life having inherent value and dignity. So Christina Caramo, and I got to tell you, Christina, you, it's refreshing to hear you say it. Um, and more folks feel the same way. You've probably inspired some to stand up today. Christina with a K, Caramo, K-A-R-A-M-O.com. Appreciate this you being here with us. The Glenn Beck Program. Greetings, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, founder of Rough Greens here. And the miracle of our dogs is that they don't want our money or our things. They just want to spend time with us. And Rough Greens can help with all kinds of health problems like stinky breath, achy joints, digestive problems, low energy, dull coats, just to name a few. Forgive me for saying this, but Rough Greens is amazing because the results are amazing. I formulated it with live omega oils, essential vitamins, minerals, powerful probiotics, digestive enzymes, and tons of antioxidants. You don't have to change your dog's food to improve your dog's health. Just sprinkle on a scoop of Rough Greens. Folks, I'm so committed to helping your dog that my dogs and I are going to offer Rough Greens for free. That's right. We'll send your dog a free Jumpstart trial bag, and yes, your dog will love it. You just cover the shipping. Hey, our total focus is to help your loyal furry friend have more time with you. Try our free Jumpstart trial bag by going to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Michigan, high atop West Michigan, in fact. 
Sun is shining. We're gearing up for a big Independence Day weekend. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program and a jam-packed, explosive show for you today. Some of the big stories, in fact, the stories of this past week, but the January 6th Circus Sideshow that continues. It's rolling through town and all the clowns have joined in. Julie Kelly joins us coming up in just a moment to give us the latest update on some of these stories in a bizarre and strange FBI tie-in you may not hear anywhere else that's coming up after this. You hear me talk about my love all the time for my pillow and my sheets, and I've had the best sleep of my life, honestly. And Mike Lindell has done it again with his My Slippers. He took over two years to develop these. He ensured that they weren't just any ordinary slipper. These slippers are made with three-tier cushioning system, two layers, My Pillow foam, and a layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue and offer all-day comfort. It's embarrassing for my children, but I love them, and I can wear them indoors outdoors when i bring them places oh they love it and i love it too because they're comfortable for a limited time you're going to save 90 dollars on a pair of my slippers the blowout sale of the year won't last so order right now it's even great to stock up for future gifts for family and friends just log on to mypillow.com click on radio listener specials use the promo code back to receive this incredible limited time offer call right now 800-966-3117 or go to mypillow.com promo code back it's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. You can reach out, send me a message direct to me if you go to Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y dot com. Justin Barkley, or try to jump on at 888-727-BECK, V-E-C-K. So we've been watching Never a Dull Moment these days. The fireworks continue in the news cycle. It is constantly moving. This time of year, normally it's kind of quiet, right? Everybody's taking some time off to be with their family, light some fireworks. Hopefully you come back with all your fingers and you're going to have a hot dog and... uh You know, really, take a moment to reflect on the greatness of this country, its founders, and of course... How we got here. Well, because we're experiencing a dumpster fire uh, right now of an administration, of course, everything else that we are going through. Um, I think it's time to reflect and find out how we got here. One of those things that we're, we're, we're looking at is being shoved right in our face. The January 6th show, the circus side show. All the clowns have come to town. And in fact, uh, somebody who's been paying close attention to this is Julie Kelly. She's an author at uh, American Greatness. She's actually written the book on January 6th. It's called January 6th. Uh, How Democrats Use the Capitol Protest to Launch a War on Terror Against the Political Right. Julie, I appreciate you being here with us today. How are you? I'm great, Justin. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. So we've had a wild week that's for sure. Uh, I don't know some of this stuff. I mean, you can't, you could, you just, I, I thought to my, you can't make this up. And then I thought, oh, wait, um, maybe, maybe right. some of it they did. Uh, here's Cassidy Hutchison, by the way. She was testifying uh, this, this last week in a bizarre, one of the most bizarre stories I've ever heard about 
President Trump doing something that resembled something like out of an action or a Jason Bourne movie? This is some of the testimony. When I the White House, I walked upstairs towards the Chief of Staff's office, and I noticed Mr. Renato lingering outside of the office. Once we had made eye contact, he quickly waved me to go into his office, which was just across the hall from mine. So then she talks about how they waved her in and some of the hearsay she heard about some bizarre incident. When the President got in the beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that the off-the-record movement to the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol, and when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not, we don't have the assets to do it, it's not secure, we're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, a very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. <laughs> the president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president. Oh. Take me up to the Capitol now. Of course he did. Now, I and, and at some point he reaches up. She says he tries to grab the steering wheel. He tries to put one of them in like a, a, a some sort of a headlock or chokehold or something. Julie, this is just laughable in so many ways the secret service they were never asked about this and now that they have been by multiple people they deny that any of this ever happened and these folks don't want to come to terms with reality and did did the january 6th circus sideshow jump the shark this week um yes actually i tweeted that how funny (laughs) that um liz cheney is the new fonzie for uh, Gen X kids will understand that. Um, it, it feels anyway, like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And I think that even the committee recognizes what a huge mistake this was. I mean, look, Cassidy Hutchinson is a 25-year-old young woman. She graduated from college in 2019. She was an intern for Senator Cruz and Representative Scalise. Benny Thompson made it sound like, she, you know, she ran both of those offices before she mm. landed in the White House as an aide. Wow. Um, mm. And so, but you know, Justin, she's sort of this typical young woman in Washington, D.C., overinflating her importance, which is not unusual in politics. Um, mm. But then as soon as her testimony ended, it started to unravel. And not only is this account that she gave in dispute with both men offering to testify the Secret Service, offering up any official to testify um, the Secret Service, also acknowledging that the committee did not come to that agency before her testimony to verify whether or not it was true. There are other aspects of it, a, a memo, a little note that was written. She said that she wrote, but White House lawyer Eric Hirschman came out and said, she didn't write that note. That's my handwriting. I wrote it. Um, and now it also appears that this alleged conversation she had with White House counsel Pat Cipollone also didn't happen because Jack Kosobiec reported that uh, Pat Cipollone wasn't in the White House the morning. Wasn't the even there. Uh, I wasn't and even there. Politico <laughs> has a story. Politico has a story up today that the text that they showed in the committee hearing. Uh, trying to portray them as someone threatening the witness, they removed uh, Cassidy Hutchinson's name, but it was allegedly text that she received and that she sent. So why all of the chicanery here? I mean, aren't we on a fact-finding mission? So Mm. I think that uh, Liz Cheney and the committee is really on their heels after this one. 
President Trump has actually come out and talk about it. Uh, I think it was a Newsmax. He had this to say. The other thing about this woman, she wanted to work for me after January 6th. She was a big Trump fan. She wanted to work for me in Florida. And we chose not to bring her down because I got very bad things. I hardly knew her. And I said, well, if she's no good, I got somebody called up, numerous people, that she's not good. I won't say why that she's not good, but uh, plenty of reasons. Why? I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say that she was not respected by the people in the White House. So they thought she shouldn't go down. I was going down to Florida with a group of people, great group of people, Mm -hmm. patriots. And her name was thrown out there and they said, keep, stay away from her. They said bad things about her. And then I see her and I again, I hardly know who she is. And then I see this woman getting up and she's making up stories like one after another. But the craziest of all was that I tried to commandeer, I think they used that word, I tried to commandeer uh, a car with Secret Service agents telling them to take, to take us down to the Capitol. It was totally false. And that a person can get away with it. And then I watch the Times and the Washington Post and I watch, uh, I get reviews on MSDNC and CNN. They hardly even talk about the fact that she's <laughs> been totally discredited. It's it's wild to watch this, but this whole thing, Julie, you've been covering this at length in American Greatness and the blog, and, and and this whole thing has been absent of fact and and really absent of any of the other side. I mean, they call it bipartisan, but there's no real question or pushback from any of the so-called Republicans, Kensinger and Cheney, uh, on that uh, on that panel. You don't hear any of the questions about. You know, we ought to know what happened. Security risks. Why wasn't the National Guard called out? Why why weren't the Capitol Police prepared and ready? And and one of the things that I saw the other day that was particularly troubling to me that had finally come out and and this poor guy had had just passed away apparently, but the, the Senate Sergeant of Arms had come out and and made a very I think a very critical statement that's just sort of been swept under the rug nobody's addressing it and i think we ought to know exactly what happened because in fact what he said was that there was something big that took place on the 6th and nobody's talking about it listen to this part of this from a a bit of a testimony earlier from him there's an opportunity to learn lessons from the events of january 6th investigation should be considered as to the funding and traveling, what appears to be professional agitators. Investigation should take place into what appears to be the funding and traveling of professional agitators. Julie, not a peep from this this so-called committee on this deal. Um, no. And, you know, uh, I said over and over, Justin, you probably know this from following me. If January 6th was as horrible as they say, comparable to 9-11, Pearl Harbor, Oklahoma City bombing. Why do they have to keep lying about it? They're lying to inflate what happened, to go after Donald Trump, to justify criminal charges against him, which I believe this DOJ will bring before Election Day, but also to cover up really what happened on January 6th, which was an orchestrated inside job, which is why the Capitol was not protected by either Nancy Pelosi, the U.S. Mm. Capitol Police, and Muriel Bowser. That place was crawling with undercover agents from numerous um, law enforcement agencies, federal and local, which, Justin, if 
the claim, also outlandish claim that Cassidy Hutchinson made, that there were men with AR-15s. They, Liz Cheney played some sort of chatter uh, from police transmissions that this was happening. Why in the world would there be allowed men with AR-15s within near the, the proximity of the White House? I mean, who was responsible mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. disarming those men, if that's true? But because yeah. this is a, an exercise in covering up, just like the Robert Mueller probe covered up FISA, Russia, Spygate. This is to cover up how many of those same interests, Justin, orchestrated, planned, and executed the events of January 6th. So we could see the consequences. They could get the political results of that day as we're now seeing more than eight almost 18 months later uh julie let me i gotta take a break here but when i come in there's a strange tie-in here with the fbi and i'm not sure if people have even heard this story yet but we'll talk about it coming up here in just a second and we've got an update actually in it out of michigan right after this barclay and for beck on the glenbeck program If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com so it's a bizarre story and a strange connection but uh julie this is this is a connection with the fbi january 6th and a alleged kidnapping plot of the governor of michigan in fact there's an update in this uh as well so what what happened just in a nutshell what happened here briefly so yesterday there was a status hearing um, before Judge Yonker in Grand Rapids Federal Courthouse. The remaining two defendants in the Whitmer FBI concocted Whitmer kidnapping hoax, um, their lawyers filed a motion to dismiss the charges against the two remaining defendants, Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. Uh, Judge Yonker uh, denied those motions. So those two men will go back, will be retried. The trial date is set for August 9th um, of this year. Um, So it's just shocking that the government is going to proceed with this because the other two men, Brandon Caserta and Daniel Harris, were acquitted on charges of conspiring to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer amid their defense argument that the FBI entrapped these men. Mm. Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. got a hung jury so a mistrial was declared, and the government is going to now try to convince a jury not six men conspired to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, now four men conspired to kidnap her. The other two men took plea deals, 
But this is going to be more of an uphill battle for the government than it was the first time, because you're going to have to tie together these four men who really had nothing to do with each other before the FBI got together and stitched this group together. Mm. Uh, Both of the men who pleaded guilty uh, testified to the jury, and it backfired because they basically recanted their initial statements to the FBI, which was there was no conspiracy to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. They came back and said that there was because in exchange for the plea deal, they'll get lower prison sentences, et cetera, et cetera. So this is going to be another explosive trial. As you know, Justin, I covered the trial very closely um, leading up to the trial. And then, of course, the three-week trial uh, in, uh, that started in March and um, it's just fascinating. And this is the most underreported story of the year. I mean, this should be major headlines in every national news organization about what has happened with what the government considers one of its biggest domestic terror investigations in decades. And the government was got a humiliating loss in that uh, Grand Rapids courtroom on April 8th. And now they're going to continue in August. It's just uh, it's just pretty astonishing. But we will learn more about the FBI's role uh, because the judge prevented a lot of information uh, from being presented to the jury. I don't think that's going to happen this time. And then you'll have the two men who were acquitted very likely, Daniel Harris and Brandon Caserta, testify probably for the defense in this case and explain all of the uh, intimate roles that these FBI, at least a dozen FBI agents and undercover, uh, excuse me, and informants played in this hoax. Um, So very, very, I just find the whole thing fascinating. Um, So I will be covering that as well. Julie, to think that the FBI would be involved in something like this, I think for most Americans is very, that's very tough to imagine. But, it's not like this hasn't happened before? <laughs> I mean, it, it has happened, right? I mean, the FBI has a history of um, trying to not infiltrate groups, but even create groups, which they actually did in this case as well. Um, I, I sort of a, an, out, um, an appendage of this three percenter group. It was wholly manufactured by the FBI and led by FBI informants. So this has happened. We know that it's happened in the um, Muslim community to support, you know, the war on terror, that the FBI was creating these terrorist uh, plots that they could then break up. But one thing that one of the defense attorneys, Christopher Gibbons, said in his closing remarks was, in this country, we don't create terrorists to arrest terrorists. But that is exactly what the FBI is doing. And, of course, there's a lot of parallels between the Whitmer kidnapping hoax and January 6th, not the least of which was the dress rehearsal at the Lansing Capitol at the end of April 2020, uh, which looks a lot what, of what happened on January 6th. So there's a lot of crossover huh. there as well. Julie Kelly is uh, author with American Greatness, AmericanGreatness.com, the book that she's written January 6th. you got to pick it up and learn more about the things that you're just not going to read or hear anywhere else. Julie, I appreciate your hard work on this. And of course, if folks want to follow you online, social media, where, how else can they get a hold of you? Um, all my work can be found at amgreatness.com. I'm on Twitter quite a bit, Julie underscore Kelly, too, and at True Social, Julie underscore Kelly. Awesome. Julie, thank you so much for uh, fighting for the truth. Rare these days. Well, thanks for having me on. Have a great morning.
God bless. Speaking of the uh, the truth, I had a conversation on my podcast with a man uh, that someone vouched for. A friend of mine said, you've got to talk to him. He is the founder of the Oath Keepers organization. He was arrested. They charged him with sedition. He's locked up in a jail in uh, Virginia. We talked on the phone from jail. Fascinating conversation. You can find that on uh, my podcast, justinbarclay.com, or wherever you grab your podcasts. Just search my name. But he says, ultimately, they believe that this is all about charging Trump to keep him from being able to run in 2024 and beyond. Will that happen? He thinks so. Our conversations continue after this. Barkley and for Beck today in the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Greetings, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, dog lover and founder of Rough Greens here. If your dog has bad breath, something's wrong. If your dog has low energy or itchy, scratchy skin all the time, maybe it has a dull coat, there's something wrong. Many years ago, it became obvious to me that dogs struggle with all kinds of issues and I realized it's because dog food is dead food. That's why I created Rough Greens. It's packed with omega oils, essential vitamins and minerals, powerful probiotics, digestive enzymes, tons of antioxidants. You don't have to change your dog's food to improve your dog's health. Just add a scoop of Rough Greens. It's super easy, and over a little bit of time, you'll see your dog change right before your eyes. I'm so confident that Rough Greens will help your dog. My dog and I are going to offer you a free Jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it before you buy it. You just cover the shipping. Order your free Jumpstart trial bag today by going to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, Senior Pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. The truth that mainstream media can't handle. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, it is uh, it is a dumpster fire. You, you look around, everything from gas to groceries is gone through the roof. And um, in, fa- in fact, he was just asked about it. The resident, Uncle Joe, just asked about it. And the question is, uh, how long is it fair to expect Americans to pay a premium for this war? Particularly, you know, the gas they're talking about is there. Now, these prices have been going up since the day he took office. He wants to blame Russia, Russia, Russia. And one reporter says, well, wait a minute. How long is it fair to 
expect the average America to put up with all this. How long is it fair to expect American drivers and drivers around the world to pay that premium for this war? As long as it takes. So Russia cannot, in fact, defeat Ukraine and move beyond Ukraine. As long as it takes. That's not hopeful. <laughs> that's, that's not reassuring. That's not what you want to hear. Hey, it's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, these are the things that are right staring us right in our face every day. Voters, are we going to the polls here in the midterms? Particularly, it won't be the January 6th hearings. It'll be the things that are hitting us in our pocketbooks and our wallets, of course. It'll be the things that we're having to confront on a daily basis. And for a lot of folks, it was what we went through the last couple of years. For parents, what they're witnessing happening in schools. Everything from pandemic overreaction to some of the most divisive and and evil things sexuality been taught to their kids in schools parents are stepping up they're fighting back from sea to shining sea desantis leading that fight in florida and of course we're seeing it back home where we are too in michigan um just another example and my hope is to give you these throughout the program today aj hoff joins us right now and aj is just a father just an average guy who decided enough was enough he decided he was going to stand up now he's running for a local office a county commissioner office folks are choosing to maybe run for school board or some extremists are showing up at school board meetings uh, but aj i appreciate you being here with us today how are you I'm doing well, Justin. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Watching people come together and and, uh, join in, stand up, wherever it might be in their particular place. i got to ask you your background because I know this is not like what you ever expected to be doing, even a a year or so back. But what's your background, AJ? You know, that's a good question, man, because I, I did not expect to be here in Michigan running for local office. I, I'm born and raised in Washington, D.C., uh, to families who are from West Africa. My mom and dad are from Liberia, West Africa. Um, mom and dad were in school in D.C. when they uh, when they got married and had me. Um, but uh, a couple years into that marriage, you know, um, my great uncle became um, president at my birth, became president in 1971. So mom after school, moved back to Liberia um, and worked, you know, with my uncle's company. Uh, then in 1980, uh, he was assassinated. You know, we yeah. had a real insurrection in Liberia where it wasn't just protests. Um, uncle was assassinated. All 13 members of the cabinet were executed at firing squad. So at that time, um, my mom had my little sister and I uh, leave the country. My mother was on house arrest because uh, she was an accountant. She, you know, was close to my great uncle. And they thought she knew where money and those things were. Uh, my mom had to sneak out of Liberia on a Swiss air flight because she had befriended some some Swiss air um, workers. And they, they snuck her out on a flight to New York where she met us. So, you know, um, I'm born in the U.S. I have roots from Africa. But, uh, you know, I'm a D.C. guy. I've lived in New York, D.C., Boston most of my life. And I met my wife, who was a Michigander. I met her in D.C., and uh, and when I when I saw Grand Rapids and West Michigan, I, I had to make the move. Um, you know, I, I'm a father. You know, I have five daughters. I have a 22 year old daughter. I have 19 year old triplet daughters and a nine year old daughter. So 
for me, coming to West Michigan was a good place to raise family, to have family values. Uh, never thought about running for office or anything like this, but uh, the hour came uh, during the pandemic, man. It was just, we were just fed up, just fed so up. What do, what so do you for do me, for a career or, or what have you done previously in your career? So, you know, m- most of my life, I, um, I was an evangelist. So I started churches um, all over the eastern United States. I started, I moved to South Africa there where I started churches all over Southern Africa. So for most of my early childhood or not childhood, but early career, uh, 20 to 40, I was, I was preaching the gospel, planting churches uh, throughout Africa, Southern Africa, all the way from Namibia to Madagascar, uh, building teams, uh, left the ministry, came back to corporate America, where now um, I, I run teams, you know, um, I run sales teams, I motivate folks, get them to be their best. So that's what I do. That's, it's, that's what's in me. I help people become their best. AJ Hoff, uh, just a dad who decided it was time to to stand up and take some action. Let me let me ask you, AJ, because hearing your past and in, in everything you've must have seen and in, in, in experienced in your life and the perspective, the the viewpoint you have, um, and listening to 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 what you said, the fact that you were an evangelist, how much does your faith play a role? In, in your decision to stand up, I want to talk more about why you did here in a minute, but how much did the faith play in, in that role? You know, it plays 100% because, you know, I didn't know what conviction was until I met Jesus. I didn't know what standing up for your beliefs was until I read it in the scriptures. I didn't really know what that was. And, and also, I didn't know what standing up against popular culture was until you read about Jesus. And so for me... Um, it, it all plays in there. It's it, the conviction piece. You know, Acts 4, what does Acts 4 says? It says when they saw the apostles, they realized that these were ordinary, unschooled men, but they had conviction. You know, they had a sense of, we believe something. And uh, for me, politics, we've gotten away from leaders who have conviction, who believe something. It's just go along, get along now. It's not right. And so for me... Uh, like I said, I wasn't thinking about anything political. And then I met, um, so I met a, a lady named Katie DeBoer. Katie right now is running for uh, a commissioner in district four, uh, here in uh, Kent County. Uh, I live next to, uh, Katie's cousin and her cousin and I would share, which would share convictions. We'd share our stories. And then I, her cousin told Katie, you've got to meet AJ. And so then Katie brought me to Tom Antor, who's the current, um, District 2 commissioner. And then through Tom Antor, I, I met our can'tcontract.com group. Uh, can'tcontract.com. You know, I met Mark Jordan, who's running in District 1. I met Bill Hirsch, who's running in District 10. Nick Prill, District 13. Mark Laws. So I, I, I'm meeting all these people. I, I met Stephanie Boom, District 5, who's a mom of six. Just got fed up. We're just a bunch of folks who are fed up with government that just goes along and gets along. It's, it's, it's more now party politics over constitution. I'm sick of it. AJ, what, what, what was it that made you want to run? Was it your kids? Was it, you know, was it something specific in particular that you saw that you said, okay, mm-hmm. this is where I draw the line? Yeah, you know, it's, it's number one, the schools are trying to educate my kids. It's not the school's job to teach my kids about life. 
teach my kids curriculum. But now when you want to introduce my kids to sexuality, it's not the school's job. That's my job. When you want to introduce my kids to uh, birth control and all these things and, and, and their, their genders, that's not the school's job. And, and what I'm seeing, Justin, is our local government is just sort of giving into this pop culture of where we're heading now. You know, every, we don't know whether somebody's a boy or a girl. That's their issue. But don't infiltrate that on my family or my rights. And that's what I think the, the issue is. Everybody in America has a right to be who they want to be. But you can't make that policy. Don't put your stuff on the rest of us who don't have those beliefs. So it was that. It was just um, creating an America that my kids can live in and be free and be who they want to be uh, without the agenda. Um, it's just been too much. You know, the agenda, when I came in with this, the whole mask mandate, uh, uh, the vaccine mandate, you know, if somebody is afraid of a virus, then let them do what they want. But don't make it law or 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 or, or, or a thing where we all have to do it. That's why I draw the line, Justin. Um, they're putting their agendas on us, and, and Americans have stopped being free. We have the greatest country in the world. I know some folks want to want to say things about America. Go right ahead. But I've lived in Africa. I've worked in Asia. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised in America. I've lived a lot of places. This is a pretty good country. And so we have to protect our future. So that's that's why I'm running. Have you faced any sort of backlash? We're talking with A.J. Hoff right now, just an average dad who's stood up. I mean, he's had a pretty extraordinary life, it sounds like, in a lot of ways. But he stood up and said, you know, enough is enough. And he's running at a county level here uh, in Michigan. But have you faced any backlash? Have you had any, any, anything hit you? Uh, anyone trying to silence you? Have you faced any challenges yet? Yes, I have. You know, I, I think I've faced backlash uh, since I would say probably the early 90s um, with my political views. You know, I've always been an American first. So if the candidate, in my view, is all about America, I'll go with it. You know, as a black man growing up in Washington, D.C., it was sort of taboo to vote for George Bush. That was taboo. You voted for who? And so I started early on seeing that they want to divide the country. They want to divide us. You go to this party. You go to this party. If you're this race, you got to vote this way. And I'm like, what about just being Americans? Uh, so even now, you know, I'm against the CRT program. I'm against it. And I've had some pushback. Like, how can you as a black man be against CRT? And, I, and, I, and I've expressed my views. We're at a point, Justin, where in this country, I'm tired of just pointing out the problems. I'm running for office right now to be part of the solution. So if, if we feel like um, we've had a racial past in this country, okay, I think we all know it. I don't need my kids in a classroom learning that over again. I want to teach my kids solutions. So one of my friends say, well, you know, uh, we have a high prison population. I said, okay, well, studies show that the least number or the least group in prisons are those who own their businesses. Instead of just going and talking about the racial problems in America, how about we teach these kids how to start their own business? Because the studies can't lie. The kids own their business, they don't go to prison. 
You know, if we have a problem with the police, okay, well, how about we have community policing courses? How about we have cadet programs where we have junior high kids, high school kids, they can become cadets in their local police departments to see that all police aren't the demons. So the CRT isn't trying to teach that. All they want to do is say, this group right here is the problem and they're racist and they want to hold down people of color. And, and that's not going to help the union grow. And I got a problem with it. And I've had some backlash. But when I talk about solutions, nothing's, there's no pushback from them. All they want to do is state, this is the problem. This is the racial problem. And we're the victim. I'm not here running for office because I'm a victim. No, no, I choose to, to make a difference, Justin. So, yeah, I've had some pushback on that. Um, you know, I'm pro-life. I don't, I don't believe we should be aborting babies. That's my viewpoint. And if somebody disagrees, that's them. But I think we have a lot of local people, local government, state, federal, they don't want to tell you where they stand. You're never going to have to guess where A.J. Hoff stands. You never have to guess where Jesus stood, right? And so, and so the pushback is coming, but I feel like our Kent contract group, we're ready for the pushback. You know, when I got a A.J. Hoff, uh, A.J., I appreciate you being here with us. Uh, just a dad who has said enough is enough. He's, he's standing up in his own way. Before I let you go, because i got to run, what would you say quickly yeah. in 30 seconds to people that are considering uh, standing up in their own way? What would you say to them? I'll let you give some advice when we come back after the break here. We'll be back right after this. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 866-89-BIBLE. That's 866-89-BIBLE. 866-89-BIBLE. Barkley and for Beck, just 30 seconds here, AJ, but if folks are thinking, I, I need to do something, I need to stand up, they feel that call, 30 seconds of quick advice for them. I'd say, you know what, folks? The Republican Party is changing. It's time to, you guys, vote for a new breed of Republican leaders. The party's changing. It's been changing since the Tea Party days. We're fed up with the old system. 
Uh, I thank you for guys like Tom Antor or Stan Postine for inspiring a new breed of leaders to to want to stand up and lead. Vote for folks who stood against the mask mandates. Vote for folks who are against the vaccine mandates. Uh, Vote for folks who are going to help you keep your Second Amendment rights. Uh, Vote for folks who are going to be government uh, is for the people and by the people. Uh, AJ Hoff, thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time to to chat with you. God bless. This is folks are standing up. Back program. seem like the 4th of July to you. Things seem a little bit off. They seem a little bit strange and well, they ought to. You're not alone. New polling showing some really bad numbers for folks in the Biden regime. To give you some of those facts. Yeah, that science and the data that's been talked about so much. Well, some sobering numbers you need to hear coming up more common sense barkley and for back on the glenbeck program independence day is all about celebrating freedom like the freedom to completely customize your window treatments at blinds.com right now save up to 50 percent off everything site-wide for their fourth of july sale ordering window coverings online it doesn't have to mean sacrificing on style or service shop the latest styles at blinds.com they even have outdoor shades that make your deck or patio the coolest place to be during the summer backyard barbecues Tanya and I love their design experts. We have used them. We've used live consultations. You need help measuring or installing. They got you covered there, too. Never any hidden fees or misleading quotes. No showrooms or retail markups. And shipping is always free. See for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments. Save up to 50% site-wide at Blinds.com during their 4th of July sale, now through July 5th only. Up to 50% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes, it's a dumpster fire. That that glow that you see off in the distance, it's not the rocket's regularly glare, the bombs bursting in there. No, it's the dumpster fire. 
that's that's what we, that's what we're currently experiencing. <laughs> but at least we have something pretty to look at. There are a lot of bad things happening, but I want to shine some light on some of the good uh, as well. So let's get into some of it. Justin Barkley in today for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, vacationing a well-deserved uh, time off and break for Glenn. If you'd like to reach out anytime, go to justinbarclay.com. You can send me a message directly if you scroll down to the bottom there, justinbarclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com. Love to, uh, love to hear from you, but yeah, I got some numbers. I got some numbers. The science and the data. At least that's what we're told, everybody, from our governor here to, uh, you know, Biden and, and Fauci. The high priest of health. Who's actually sick right now. Might want to say a prayer for Fauci. He's actually see, he got the He got the Rona. I don't know if you caught this story. He got the Rona. But, you know, he's like quadruple boosted and wears 17 masks. So he says, even though I got it, I should be fine. Uh, and then, and then uh, St. Anthony of Wuhan apparently took some sort of medication that Pfizer put out there. It's called Paxlovid. And the symptoms went down. But then eventually, they what, what happened is they had a little bit of a rebound. That's what he called it. Rebound. And so, uh, you know, so the fact of the matter is, Anderson, you know, what, what happened is uh, now my symptoms are back and they're worse. <laughs> but he said, it's okay. It's okay because he's just taken another dose of the medication that apparently didn't work in the first time. So he should be, he expects, <laughs> this is the guy. This is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy in charge of it all. Holy moly. All right, so some of the some of the news here. The Dow just had its worst six months to start a year since 1962. NASDAQ, its worst ever. The S&P 500, its worst since 1970. Now, I know, the good news, bad news. I'm giving you the bad news first, and then I'll give you the good news, okay? So the other piece of the puzzle here is uh, the Atlanta Fed has just predicted a negative second quarter growth, which indicates a recession has begun. And I think anybody... Anybody could tell you that if you're paying attention. We don't have it on paper yet because they actually have to have the results from the data, but, but, but we could tell we're in it. Food prices shot up in May at their fastest annual pace in 42 years. Monthly mortgage payments typical for a typical home rise, $8,800, $800 since January. Wow. Again, Biden says... When asked, how long are the American people supposed to, you know, have to feel this pain? He says, you know, just, yeah, it's just as long, just as long as it takes. As long as it takes. But I'll tell you the good news. Americans are waking up. Folks are starting to stand up. It, in 85%, this is it's tremendous, Paul, 85% of adults here in the country say, we're on the wrong track. You know the numbers are from the latest poll. This is from the AP NORC poll that shows that 85% of U.S. adults say the country is on the wrong track. 85%, that's up from 68% in March. 28% of Americans approve of the president's job performance, specifically on the economy. You have made we might want to talk to those folks about their mental health. But. That the president gets it. 
But it, it appears that increasingly the American people do not approve of what this White House is doing. What's your reaction to the assessment of the job the president's doing? This is the Communist News Network. Biden advisor Brian Deese being asked about this. Look, these are uncertain times, and when prices are high, uh, people are uh, understandably frustrated when they're pulling up at the gas yeah. pump, and uh, that is that's understandable. Uh, and at the same time, uh, it is our our job, and it's the president's firm conviction uh, that what he can do as president is to take every responsible action that he has. Um, and we have, uh, and also remind the American people that even as we go through this challenging period, even as we move through this uh, transition, uh, we also have made historic. Economic oh, progress. Sure, sure. And that's not uh, t- <laughs> uh, to suggest that people shouldn't feel the anxiety that they feel. Of course, they they do. It's historic economic for all the wrong reasons. It's historic for all the wrong reasons. It's, just, it's, it's the reason why 85% of the adults in the country think we're on the wrong track. They just, they just need to be reminded. It's not the, the data I just read. It's not some of the truth about what I just read to you. It's, it's the, 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 you and I got it. We got it wrong. We just need to be reminded. This poll today I saw on Drudge Report, the headline, Most Americans Agree Government Corrupt and Rigged. Some might say that's a, that's a negative headline, but I think that's positive, that people are waking up to what is happening. In fact, I want to give you, I think, one of the, Maybe the the biggest pieces of silver lining out of all of the things that we're witnessing, and I think it had a lot to do with what Supreme Court has done over the last couple of weeks. Yes, Roe versus Wade, historic. That's probably the most talked about, but one of the most powerful just came, what, yesterday, this ruling on the EPA's ability to regulate carbon dioxide emissions, and I know that sounds okay, that's... That sounds a little heady for first, but let me make it as clear and as clean as I can for you. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the court's majority opinion, West Virginia versus the EPA. Basically, what he says is that the EPA or really any of these government branches, they, when they were when they were put into place, these these bureaucratic deep state, right? These folks don't have the right or the the ability to make laws. Why is this so important? Because what they were trying to do is set these new uh, levels of what was going to be acceptable for admissions when it came to power plants. The EPA, someone who was not elected, right, was going to be able to make those decisions that would impact and affect all of the the country you and everyone else think about what that would do of course it gives them this blind power if they can do that they could just do whatever they want they can wield it and however they want and of course this is what progressives love this is the power of the deep state the power of the unelected bureaucrat the power of the administrator and, of course, the court ruled that not only could they not do this, because that's not the, the, the power that Congress granted them when they were set up, but this ruling is going to have dramatic ripple effect. And it's not just power plants and the EPA and what they can do there, but it's, it's think about the CDC. 
And everything, the craziness we saw through the last couple of years of the CDC says, hey, you don't have to pay rent. It's an emergency. You don't have to pay rent. Or it's an emergency. You have to wear a mask. Your kid has to get some sort of Fauci ouchie, some hokey pokey. You have to be jabbed. Because you know what's coming now? I just told you that. I just told you that Fauci was sick. And, well, of course, we got monkey pox floating around out there. That's one of the latest we should all be concerned about monkey pox. I just read some, some headline on uh, Drudge Reports claims this. this uh, some, what, that is one of the, the most dangerous. The worst is what they say. That's what it was. One of the most dangerous. Worst version of COVID will be dominant by July. Worst version of COVID. I'm sorry. I'm done listening to any prediction that any of these fools who've gotten it wrong every single turn of this old deal have said. It's over. And apparently the Supreme Court says, so is this charade when it comes to powers that these government agencies don't have. The EPA, the CDC, whoever it is, they can't, the FDA, they can't just make new laws without the consent of Congress, without Congress being involved. That's Congress's, that's their job to make new laws. So what this did, essentially very important ruling. What this did is it put a limit, it put a, a cap on some of the craziness that we've seen thus far and some of the craziness that's still maybe yet to come. They said you can't do this. So think about some of the mandates and the things that we had to go through over the last couple of years. The CDC has no right to do that. They have no right to tell people what to do. Now, we already know this is a fact, but this drastically limits these bureaucratic, deep state, red tape organizations because that's how these these tyrants rule. Death by a thousand cuts, right? It's each one of these agencies out there as one person maybe pulls a lever here and pulls a lever there to get things taken moved around your rights stripped from you little by little and you wonder like how did we even get there how did this happen it was the administrative state. And the good news is, Supreme Court said no. No more of this. By the way, I have more good news coming up in just a moment. We're going to get to all of it. You can hang out with us. Uh, join the program if you like. Still lots to come today. 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program.
What memories do you wish you could relive or pass down to your kids? Are they on VHS tapes or film reels, something that you just don't even know where to start? Legacy Box is the easiest and safest way to reclaim all of the priceless footage that you haven't seen in years and preserve it for the generations to come. Safely pack your Legacy Box with videotapes, film reels, or pictures that you want preserved. Their team of professionals digitizes every single item by hand right here in America. And within just a couple of short weeks, you'll receive new digital copies along with all the original media that you sent. I did this uh, with Tanya for Tanya's family and something amazing happened along the way. We had so much fun gathering and then sharing the photos and the VHS tapes with our kids. I mean, once we had them transferred into a format we could actually access. So join the millions of customers who have trusted Legacy Box. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get 40% off the all-in-one digitizing kit. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Barkley back in for back. So some other good news. We'll fill in through some of this. And of course, I want you know, I want you to be not just, you know, there's a sort of a bit of fear mongering that can happen sometimes when it comes to news stories. My intention is never when I talk about these things, never to uh, you know, never to, 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 to instill fear in anyone. Well, I, I want to empower people. I, I want to talk about things that you won't hear anywhere else because here's my, I don't know, it's just my philosophy. The more you know, right? The better off you are to make the best decision you can for you and your family. You've got to be informed. You've got to be in the know. What we see now when it comes to censorship or some of the cancel culture stuff that's out there, just people that don't want these things even talked about. They don't want it to see the light of day. That's, that's more dangerous than anything I can, I can really imagine. Some of the things that you... Seeing some of the crazy things that are getting done all across the country comes from from ignorance. When people just don't know the truth, when they are not informed or they are ill informed. Here's a great example, by the way. You believe you're gonna you're gonna believe it. It came from California. Now I know there's good people in California, and and and, and praying for you guys. And of course, there's there's still hang, there's a remnant. They're still hanging out. But if they weren't, I I think honestly. The state might fall into the ocean if those good people weren't there. But this is what they have to put up. Look at this. West Hollywood Democrats just voted the unthinkable. Well, lots of talk over the past few years of defunding the police. Tonight, West Hollywood has done it, voting to reduce the number of armed deputies and using the money it saved to hire unarmed security patrols. KKL9's Lori Powers is live in West Hollywood to fill us in. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They just fired their police department. I think it was, was five of them, they said. And then, and then hired 30 unarmed security guards. Now, I am a little bit surprised here they did not hire any social workers. But, 
but it's the truth. Apparently, they hired some unarmed security. No word exactly on what these folks are going to be able to do. Are they going to write a report or just scold people on the street? <laughs> oh, you see crime being committed in person. You just walk up to them. You give them a good scolding. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Look at you there <laughs> with your gun. Robbing someone. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I can't believe. How dare you? That's how they're fighting crime in California. They can't have police out there because they arrest anybody. They're going to let them go as soon as they get them back to the jail anyway. That's that's how it works. The criminals out on the streets everywhere in West Hollywood. Now they are. They are apparently scolding folks. Uh, the the uh, security is now going to be hired. This happened just the other night. Lord. Well, Pat, it was a controversial vote and quite a turnaround. The city council actually went into budget negotiations on Monday with a proposal to add a deputy. But by the end of the meeting, they had approved a budget to cut funding for five deputies and instead hire 30 private security guards. Well, There you go. 30 private security. That ought to. That ought to do the trick for everybody. You know, 30 private security guards. That ought to take care of. All of their problems, all of their problems out there. <laughs> Here's a good poll, some good news. But by the way, earlier, what I told you, 85% think the country's going on the wrong, on the wrong track. Here's another poll. Finding Americans' opinions about gender are changing. Not in favor of a far-left agenda, though. No, they're moving back the more traditional route. And reality is winning. The number who believe that gender is, quote, assigned at birth, contrary to the pro-transgender narrative, has grown in recent years, according to a new survey. While pro-trans rhetoric has reached a fever pitch over the last several years, fewer Americans are buying into the idea that gender is unrelated, or unrelated rather, to biological sex. A new Pew research survey based on interviews with 10,000 U.S. adults. That's a pretty, it's a pretty good sample. Found that 60% of Americans believe gender is determined by their sex assigned at birth. An increase from 56% back in June of 21. So they're pushing on the left, but they're pushing a lot of folks back into reality. You know, they always go too far. They always overplay their hand, folks. This is good news. Folks are waking up. The Glenn Back Program. Larry Elder here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free relief factor. You know, we all get a little bit older every day, and we all experience aches and pains. Many people even struggle just to get out of bed in the morning and face the world. If you're one of them, then you could be exactly the person Relief Factor was made to help. Let me tell you about Catherine in Pennsylvania. She had shoulder aches, and I mean the kind that were ruining her life. She decided to give Relief Factor a try because she'd heard so many of us on the radio singing its praises. And guess what? After only a few weeks, her pain was nearly gone. No side effects, just relief. Many of my friends and I take Relief Factor every single day. Hundreds of thousands of others have tried it, and about 70% have gone on to order more. 
Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. You know, we hear a lot about Ukraine and what's virtuous these days. But it seems that the news media is is ignoring some parts of the story of Ukraine. In fact, someone from Ukraine, they're ignoring a, a story that I, I thought that you ought to hear about. Now, I, I, I've talked about this. On, on my local show before, but I thought it deserved a, a national audience. I thought people needed to hear what's going on. In fact, this isn't what you're going to hear today. This story is not, it's not a local story. In fact, it has, it has, I think, ginormous national impact. It has impact on all of us. But a child who was adopted from Ukraine by parents who deeply care for this child, is being denied life-saving treatment at a children's hospital here because the family has deeply held religious convictions. And... The hospital says, if you don't get this child the Fauci-ouchie, the hokey-pokey, the jab, whatever you want to call it, and a series of other different hoops that they want them to jump through, we can't put you on a transplant list. Brian Festa joins us. He's been supporting, helping with supporting this family, working for the folks at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Brian, you know this story uh, very intimately, and the time is running out. We're getting close just days now until this girl's birthday will turn 18, and then her hopes of getting a transplant for her kid anytime soon would just be completely off the table. Welcome, uh, Brian, to the Glenn Beck Program. Appreciate you being here with us today. Hi, Justin. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, um, it's insane. Two weeks from today, this girl will turn 18. And that is significant because when she turns 18, she loses eligibility for the pediatric transplant list. And that list gives her high priority. Even if she turns 18 after she's on the list, as long as she gets on the list before her 18th birthday, she uh, will become high priority uh, eligible for a kidney transplant. She's in end-stage renal disease. This girl is very ill, and um, she's being denied the transplant, as you said, simply because she has a religious objection and her family has a sincere religious objection to the COVID shot, as many of us do. And this does have nas- national implications, as you said, because if she doesn't... If this is allowed to stand, if the hospital, if any hospital 
is allowed to deny life-saving treatment simply because someone refuses one or more shots, then they could do that with anything, Justin. If we need heart surgery someday, cancer surgery, uh, you know, dialysis, other kinds of uh, treatment, insulin, uh, anything, they could deny it just because you don't have every single one of your 57 boosters. Yeah. Uh, we're hearing uh, about more to come. In fact, they're, they're talking about now uh, how they're going to make some changes so that in this fall you can get your updated, refreshed booster because the guess the current ones aren't working so well. Alyssa uh, Campal is her name. Her family has been uh, really through the ringer on this. Now, I don't understand. Maybe you can... Walk me through this, Brian, what you think is happening. But no, nobody really has dared to pick this story up or cover it. No local or or, or national press on this, aside from a handful of of, of people. The uh, latest conservative view, uh, Daniel Horowitz, has covered it, a couple other different shows. Um, but this is just not getting the coverage that it deserves. Why do you think that is? <laughs> Well, I have my theories, but we all know about big tech censorship. We all know about the mainstream media and whose pockets uh, or who's really lining their pockets, I should say, as far as the pharmaceutical industry. Um, obviously, the medical establishment, Helen DeVos, Children's Hospital, Spectrum Health, uh, they're very powerful. And there's a lot of people that don't want to piss them off. So I think people are scared. I think they're timid. But this is a young girl's life that's hanging in the balance. It's despicable um, that this hasn't gotten more attention and support. Uh, you know, we have a $50,000 fundraising goal on our website. We haven't even hit 20000 yet. And that's after three months of doing interviews. I've done probably a dozen interviews, mostly on smaller networks, a couple of national ones, like you said, but not anything, you know, as large as this audience. So I'm hoping, I'm pleading with people to please go over to wethepatriotsusa.org. You'll see it right there on the homepage uh, to donate for the kidney transplant case and make a donation. Um, you know, she needs our help. She needs our help urgently. Uh, we've already begun the legal proceedings. We didn't wait to get it fully funded before we started, but we're going to need the funding to continue. Uh, so we've already filed something in federal court uh, to get this started. The lawsuit's already been initiated. But she needs our help and she needs our support desperately because this is literally a matter of life and death. She will not be able to continue on dialysis forever. Um, she's, like you said, 17. She was adopted. She just became a citizen about two weeks ago. She was sworn in as a United States citizen, and she's very happy about that. She and her parents did it the right way. All right. We support immigrants here at We the Patriots USA, legal immigrants. All right. We, we love immigration. That's what this country is all about. But you do it the right way, like Alyssa did. So um, please consider a donation. It's just un unfortunately, <laughs> I want to talk to you about this, too. But un unfortunately, um, even the payment vendors are against us. They're part of the big tech oligarchy. Uh, PayPal and Venmo just this week, we got a notice from them that we are permanently banned from ever using their services. And they won't tell us why, but obviously this came just days after these major Supreme Court victories. And our organization is involved in pro-life causes. Our organization is involved in Second Amendment rights. We have a Second Amendment litigation fundraiser on our website. Our organization is involved, of course, in religious freedom, like this case and many other vaccine mandate cases we have. 
what are the three big cases that just came down within the last week from the Supreme Court? Pro-life, gun rights, religious freedoms, with the high school football coach. So, you know, obviously we're targets now. We're actually over the target. So much so, Justin, that they've told myself and my business partner, Don Jolly, who are the co-founders of this, this organization, that we can't use PayPal even for our personal accounts ever again. We're permanently banned, lifetime banned, from even sending it to our friends or family to use PayPal. Nothing to do with our business. They've, even though our business accounts aren't linked in any way to our personal account, they've, they've gone after us personally. So we are exploring litigation right now, actually, against PayPal and Venmo. Uh, we're in talks with, with our legal team as well as uh, several other lawyers across the country to get something together to go after them because this cancel culture has to be stopped and we will not be bullied. Brian Festa is with WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Let me ask you about the family because I know folks will probably want to go there and, and donate before before we do, though. What about Alyssa? She's 17, about ready to, to age out of this we get just about two weeks here, it sounds like, to age out of this window that would make it easier for her to get on the list and get the treatment she needs. Um, and what about her parents? How are they holding up? You know, they are amazing people. They are very strong people of faith. They have, they, they have a strong faith in, in God, um, and they pray every day. They pray with Alyssa. Um, they, they have faith that this will work out. They have every confidence that they are going to get a kidney for her, that she is going to get the treatment she needs. Um, and they're just letting God, uh, you know, take take the wheel, take the direction here. And, and, and they are, um, you know, they remarkably, despite everything that they're going through, um, Jenna, her mother, for instance, has a very cheerful countenance. I, I've never spoken to her where she sounded depressed or, or hopeless. Um, she, she trusts in God. So... You know, that's a testament to their faith. But, um, you know, obviously, like you said, something needs to change here. This story should have gone viral from day one. You didn't mention it, but there was initially also an element of child protective services. The hospital had the gall to call CPS on these parents simply because they didn't get her the COVID shot. And we were prepared to sue the state as well, the, the state of Michigan, but as soon as we announced we were prepared to sue Child Protective Services, they backed down and said, okay, we're not going to investigate this. It's a religious freedom issue. We'll just leave it to the hospital. So <laughs> we don't think that was any coincidence either. But, um, but, but that was outrageous that these doctors, it, it's, to add insult to injury, talk about adding insult to injury, that not only are we going to deny you life-saving treatment, but we're also going to report you to CPS and try to get your child taken away from you. It's just unthinkable. And yet, as we get together with folks, family, whoever it might be, this weekend, have our hot dogs, light some fireworks. Uh, this is uh, this is America. I can't believe it's happening in my country, and yet it is. But folks, we've been hearing all morning throughout the program that about people that are standing up, about people who are taking action and doing their part. And obviously, Brian and, and you, you all at the organization, we the PatriotsUSA.org, you're doing that. You're, you're trying to do what you can, but you need donations to help fund the lawsuit. So you're asking for help there. If you'd like to help, I know that uh, Glenn's audience is, is very generous. We the PatriotsUSA.org, there's a chance to do that. Um, but I would say even more so, this is something 
that we all will face. It's not just Alyssa and her family, but we all will face at some point if we don't take a stand against now when it comes to this medical tyranny, especially over the last couple of years. If we don't stand up now, when will we? So we've got to pray for, I would say, this family, pray for the, the litigation here, that the lawyers would be able to to make the... Uh, well, the, the, the moves that are necessary to, to get justice here and pray for our nation that we would get the, that we would get these things righted as we're all celebrating freedom this weekend. This little girl from Ukraine, I see all these flags waving, but nobody seems to hear her cries. And I just appreciate, Brian, that you are, you're listening and that you are willing to take action. Thank you for that. Thank you, Justin. God bless you. God bless everyone listening. We we greatly appreciate your support, your financial support, and also your prayers. Uh, that's just as important, more important, actually. Brian Festa, we the Patriots USA.org. Thank you, my friend. God bless. Thank you. Happy fourth. Taking a quick break, folks. We're back right after this. The Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you're eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Hi, I'm Howard Mackler, and that's why I founded GetRefunds.com to cut through the red tape and get you the money. Our tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. We do all the work, charge not a dime up front, and simply share a percentage of the cash that we get for you. Businesses of all types qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. Don't lose out on up to $26,000 per employee. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited period of time. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and we can help you too. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. That's GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Well, uh, what a weekend on tap in store. The I'm sure you're going to spend some time with the family, have some maybe a hot dog or two, maybe a burger, fire up the grill, maybe light off some fireworks if you can uh, scrounge up the money to do after you paid so much for gas, groceries, and everything else uh, this weekend. But while we're doing it, we ought to at least take a bit of time and reflect on how we all got here. It is more important than ever that we understand the greatness of this nation because of its people, how good they are. And they're only good because they're grounded in God. Our founding fathers holding uh, prayer meetings before they started their day's business. Constantly being told that that kind of thing didn't happen and that we everything has to be separated, church and state. But I tell you, this weekend, dig in. Talk about it with your family. Talk about it with your kids. 
one of the things we can do. We talk about standing up and what does that look like? What does that mean? One of the things it means is maybe having the boldness to take a a bit of a a moment just to reflect and, and maybe you say a prayer there before you scarf down your hot dog. Certainly before you light the fireworks. So you'll make sure that you, 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 you hit the weekend with all your fingers. But make sure that you lead your family or your friends, your groups, whoever you're with this weekend. Lead them toward where we ought to be as a nation. You know, one of our guests said it today is, Talking about problems is one thing, but focusing on solutions is what we ought to strive to do every day. Talking about it is great. We ought to bring awareness. We do that on a daily basis. And, of course, Glenn does that on this show. But moving into action, taking that first step, you know, giving your faith some feet That's what we ought to do. This weekend, I think it'd be easy to do that. If we just have the boldness to have the conversations, little truth and grace with each other. And remember why this country is so great. Now, I wish you the greatest, folks. JustinBarkley.com. Love to stay in touch with you. You can find me all over social media at Mr. Justin Barkley. Happy birthday, America. The Glenn Beck Program.